Get ready, Cleveland. Playoff baseball is back at the corner of Carnegie in Ontario. The Gardos, baby. You know, when this song came out, we thought this was going to be a rebuilding year, 75 wins. And to be honest with you, this song was really corny when it came out. But when you win 90-plus games and you exceed every single expectation that could possibly be joined to this team, this song sounds a little bit better, don't you think? Hell Yes. It's Gardo's baseball, baby. Playoff style. The October to remember has arrived. What's up, everybody? This is Living Off the Land. This is episode, what is this? This is 230. 230. Coming at you from section 230. <coughs> yeah. So but anyway. We, but we do not have that 230 feeling. That is not. Dan, <laughs> like, doing the uh, nap sign right now. No, that is not us tonight. Yeah. We are no, well, absolutely amped. Well, I mean, maybe, it, maybe, it, maybe it is. Postseason MLB baseball in Cleveland. We're starting this recording at 1030 at night. So, yeah, it maybe kind of is, you know. But, yes. Playoff baseball. Let's go. Playoff baseball. You're probably listening to this on Thursday, or if you're listening to this on Friday, if you are listening to this on Friday, game one, Friday. 12.07. Uh, <laughs> it's a nooner. Mm-hmm. <laughs> on a Friday, I mean, with, with giant middle fingers and, from Major League knew, Baseball. You knew the darn right well. Okay, so here so. <laughs> The teams that are involved in this first round, again, Tampa Bay and Cleveland, obviously, yep. Seattle and Toronto, yep. Philadelphia and St. Louis, and San Diego and New York. Yep. So in each of those other series, you have in the two National League series, you have some major markets. And in the other AL series, you you know, you have a team in Canada and a team on the West Coast. So, yeah, you, you know that the Mariners were not getting the, the 12.07 uh, time slot. They're not going to make the Mariners fans watch playoff baseball at 9 in the morning. Right, and same thing with the Padres. So, yeah. really, you're up against the Phillies and the Cardinals, and those are bigger markets. So, like, you're at least Philadelphia is, and St. Louis is one of the, you know, bougier franchises of MLB. So, really, it was it was the writing was on the wall. Tampa Bay, Cleveland, two not super sought after sexy franchises nationally so whatever but we're, we're going to play this series and hopefully 
the Guardians are going to get it done. We just had a series against the Rays earlier this month, and every, it seemed like every game in that series was a battle. We had two games go to extra innings. Uh, I mean, it, it really did have that postseason feel to it, even though the, the Guardians had already clinched the AL Central, and it didn't really matter a whole lot <laughs> consequentially. Yeah. But, like... what's our se- what, what was our season record against the Rays? We got beat up the first time we played them down in St. Petersburg. Um Although, no, wait a minute. Because our friend Matt Steigerwald actually took his um, his little one to his first MLB game ever that Sunday. That was a win. I know we lost the previous day. Don't remember if we won Friday night. So, for me, it would either be 3-3 three and three or 4-2, I believe. I'm trying to look this up right now, actually. Probably should be prepared, but... Eh. And you asked a question that neither one of us knew the answer to. (laughs) But suffice it to say that um, these two teams were pretty evenly matched in the regular season. And I I can't speak for the trajectory of the Rays. The Rays played very well early on. They kind of just treaded water for most of the rest of the season. Uh, Whereas the Guardians, you know, were not at their best in the first half of really the the third quarter of the season. But boy, did they come on strong humongously in September. And that is exactly where you want to be at this point in the season is to be playing your best at the end of the season going into the tournament. And you just never know what can happen, you know, when when you get into this tournament style sort of a situation. You know, we were talking about the Yankees being sort of the antithesis of that, the way they had played in July and August. They've sort of reasserted themselves in the last few weeks. So we went four and two against the Rays this year. Okay. So So we won, we won both series. Yeah. Two to one. I can't remember if we took two out won of three in both series. series not, yeah, but but there you go. Um, so, yeah. What's interesting? I, I I actually noticed I did some uh, I did do some research today, and mainly it was uh, just to see kind of what uh, Ray's Twitter. First of all, I didn't even know Ray's Twitter was a thing. I mean, how many fans that they? What do they have? Like four fans? They just don't go to the ballpark or <laughs> what? I I don't know, but apparently they do, and and like. Rays fans are like jacked that they got matched up with us. Hmm. Like they're ecstatic. That is interesting because you'd figure, I mean, they fancy their odds more against us than they do against Seattle and Toronto. I, I mean, maybe they play badly against those. Well, I'll two tell you teams. what, they're know. gonna find out on Friday. <coughs> they are gonna find out. They only went two and four against the Guardians. It's not like they can be, you know puffing their chest about how they yeah. did in the regular season. Oh, yeah. You want to play the Guardians? Oh, okay. Well, here's Shane Bieber and Tristan McKenzie. Yeah, I mean. Good freaking okay. luck. They can beat us with our best pitchers on the mound, then, you know, a fair play to them. But, you know, yeah. we're, we're going to give them our best shot for sure. And this this is a little bit of revenge because if you remember correctly, the fir- was it the first or the second year that the one-and-out wild card system was in effect the Guardians, then the Indians, the had, had to play against it. the Rays, and they lost one nothing at home. Yeah, got shut out at home. Yeah, yeah it, it seems like like this is why I say like these these sports leagues are coming up with these extra rounds to try to keep our teams out of the the main draw, just like the NBA did with the Cavaliers this past season. That's kind of what MLB did to the, the, the to the Indians in 2013. So, you know, uh, and also in 2020 because. Uh, the Indians were the fourth seed that year, but you know they got knocked yeah. out by the Yankees. 
So <coughs> expanded you, playoff field that year because of yeah. COVID. So I mean, if you look at these two teams, they're honestly they're pretty. They're it's almost like they're mirror images of each other. Yeah. They're offenses that don't hit a lot of home runs. They play old school, old style baseball, uh, running the bases, station to station. Um, you know, going from first to third, hit and run, stealing bases, all that sort of stuff offensively. Um, they're very similar. <laughs> I don't know what that is. My what was that? bad impersonation of the stolen base theme. <laughs> oh, 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 man. I wish I had it pulled up. Dang it. <laughs> I actually have it. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, that's exactly what you're talking about. These are two, you know, I don't want to say small ball because that kind of, you know, marginalizes it. But these are teams that they hustle, well, they, are. they get after it. They're like and, they're like old school yeah. National League uh, type teams. Right. You know, the Guardians are not going to, uh, you know, slam home runs. I mean, obviously, Jose Ramirez hit 29. That's their team lead. But other than that, I mean, I think, I can't remember who's second. Uh, on the Guardians, but I don't think anybody else has over 20 uh, on the Guardians roster. And that's a function, a little bit of economics in baseball, because home <clears throat> runs are very costly, and power yeah. hitters are very, very costly to sign, particularly in the free agent market. And if you're a team like the Rays or the Guardians, you're not going to be first up. There it is. And you're not going to be first up to get those guys. So, no. you know, just... It is what it is. You know, no. you, you try to, to, you know, do the best you can in spite Guardians, of the system. Guardians, they, they have a couple of guys uh, who are younger who haven't really kind of developed into their power yet, but who I think could be power hitters. One of them is Oscar Gonzalez. I could see him hitting 25 to 30 home runs a season in the next few years. Um, but, yeah, they don't really have a lot of, you know, guys that, you know, you're worried about hitting home runs outside of, like, Jose. Uh, but – yeah, I mean the the Rays are the same thing. the The leading home run hitter on the Rays is Randy Rosarena with twenty. You know they don't have, they don't have any, anybody else that's over twenty. Um, Aaron Judge probably hit more home runs this season than half their lineup. Yeah. So, uh, and their third baseman Paredes has twenty home runs as well. So it's going to be interesting. Um, I, I I think offensively both teams are probably evenly matched. Um, As far as starters go, I mean, with the way that our our top guys are pitching right now, I'd have to give us the edge there. Um, And then, obviously, we have the best closer in baseball this year and uh, a a bullpen that's been pretty damn good for us all year. So I give the pitching edge to the Guardians, and the offense (coughs) – the offensive edge is probably even. I, w- I don't know if I would really go above um, on on either side. But uh, but here's the thing: they better the, the Guardians better win on Friday because I don't think it's very much in the minds of the players because most of the players that are on this Guardians team didn't even what weren't even on the team the last time that they made the playoffs which was that that Yankees series, covid season which, in 2020 yeah um i mean obviously jose was here um but who i mean outside of a couple of the pitchers i mean i i, I they've they've really uh, overturned this roster all that to say 
The Guardians have lost eight straight playoff games. 2017, they, losing they, three straight after being up 2 nothing against yep. the Yankees. Then they got swept three swept. games against Houston. Yeah. And then they lost uh, that. The two games to the, Yankees to the Yankees in 2020. We haven't won a playoff game since 2017. Yeah. That's four games on the road and four at home. So it is from I know for me it's going to be an, a really big talking point Friday afternoon going into a game two on on Saturday if the Guardians drop the opener because that'll be nine in a row and then they'd already be facing elimination. That really does the team a pretty large <laughs> disservice given the what they've done and the fact that as you said very few players from that team were around in 2020 i no, but i agree that, with that being said that is going to be the media angle if they end up losing on well, friday I mean, what's a, what's a different what's the difference when when we talk <laughs> when we talk uh and they'll probably be talking about 2013 again as well yeah i mean but but what's that different than when we talk about uh football teams that you know you know say a team has beaten another team 10 straight times well, for probably eight of those times, those players weren't on that team. So it's you the can same usually thing. explain that very easily and just name somebody like Tom Brady or Aaron Rodgers or, <laughs> or Ben Roethlisberger, or, uh, um, uh, Ohio State, Michigan. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I. <sighs> but yes, the point taken. I mean, it, it <clears throat> players go on, they they move on, and all that, but. You know, because here's the thing, this team, I'm not going to take. I really am going to try and not take anything away from this baseball team this year because they have obviously wildly overachieved. Uh, no, nobody in their right mind thought that they were going to win the division and be in the playoffs this year, and they are. But I'm telling you, if they lose this first series, with all three games being at home. I'm really going to be upset. If you win this series and then you go to New York and you lose to the Yankees, that's one thing. That's fine. Okay, fine. You won a series. You're in the ALDS. Nobody Every... would have anything bad to say if no. that's the what happened. But if they no. – this is, this is where I go back to why I brought up the fact that this team has lost eight straight games. If they go out and they lose the first two games against the Rays and get swept out of the playoffs – that's not a good look. That would be 10 straight losses in the playoffs. And it really would put a sour taste in in our mouths after such a sweet, sweet season. Yeah. It would be really frustrating. It, but listen. It I would don't... be 2017 light. Oh. Um, I mean, well, that I, was about as sour well, as I ever was after a season. That if you go all the way back, actually, 1999 was the exact same scenario. We had a two nothing yeah. lead on the white on the the Red Sox, and blew the divisional round in the same fashion. The different, excuse me, those those were about as bad as as it ever got for me. The difference is that 2017 we were the best best team in baseball, right? And we were up two nothing. Yeah, and we puked it away, which is about as bad as it gets. Yeah, you that know, would, this this yeah. won't come close to to comparing with that. No, no, no. But it it'll just be the the compounding effect of okay. Now it's like 
geez, we've lost ten straight playoff games in right. the last in the last handful of years. That would really suck. Yeah, and maybe that becomes an even more imposing mental hurdle. It starts to become an albatross. Yeah, you know, <clears throat> but be that as it may. So anyway, uh, let's let's quickly. Um, Let's give our predictions for this series, and then let's go ahead and go through the bracket and because everything else, and we'll go ahead and pick who's going to be in the World Series and who's going to win the World Series. Okay, so uh, well, we'll first start with this series, and here's, here's what I'm going to say about this series. The Rays, not going to happen. Guardians are going to come out. Their pitching is going to be great. They're going to get early leads in both games. And playing from behind against this team is extremely difficult, not just because of starting pitching, but because of the bullpen as well. Yeah, I say Guardians win in two straight. Done. Clean, huh? Yeah. Interesting. I don't. Uh, I I don't necessarily think that each game is going to be easy. I think you know you might have one game that's like three two oh, or sure. four three. They'll probably win a little more convincingly in one of the other games, like five two or or seven four or something like that. But. Um, but yeah, I do think two two games, Guardians get it done. Uh this is Cleveland. Nothing is given, everything is earned. There's also the mantra, uh it's never easy. I think we'll be playing I, I think we'll be playing on Sunday. Okay. But I do think the Guardians are gonna prevail. Okay. And I think they win Friday. I think they lose Saturday. Mm. And okay. they uh, they win it on Sunday. My doomsday prediction is: I think if the Guardians lose Swept. on I no, I think if the Guardians if the Guardians lose on on Friday, we're not getting to Sunday. They're getting swept. Swept. Yeah. Friday is the key. So this is so this is a series where. <laughs> Like it's interesting you say that because they changed the the format from being one game and out to being a three game series, but you're basically almost framing this as a one game and out. Yeah. They got to win Friday. If they don't win game one, then forget it. Well, they had to make they had to make a three game. You can't have division divisional winners uh, going in one game playoffs. I've you know personally, I think right. I think three is too short. I think it needs to be five game series. Hmm. But whatever. Um, yeah, I think the guard. I think the Guardians get it done in a third game. So, okay. So they so, move on to play the Yankees. So that's where we stand there. So uh, the other AL yep. wild card series is between the Seattle Mariners and the Toronto Blue Jays. Yeah. I like the Mariners. I think the Mariners have better pitching. I think that they well, They certainly are, have better pitching. I mean, their offense may not be as good, but I, I think this is we're at the point in the season now where pitching usually is more decisive. That's why I'm more – you know, leaning on the Guardians in, in our series. So, yeah, I'm, I'm going with Seattle over Toronto. I'm going to go opposite here. Uh, I'm going with Toronto. You know, we've talked in episodes previous how in baseball, uh, home field advantage really doesn't matter. I think Toronto in another country. In that even dome. Even though it's Canada. Yeah, in the Rogers Center. There's something about it. Um, you know, we went up there in 2016 and handled them pretty easily, but... We were already up 2 nothing in the series yeah, by the time we got there. That helped. something about that place. And Seattle's going to be way away from home. True that. I think Toronto's going to win. 
Okay. I got Toronto. So in the AL, in the ALDS, we've got Guardians, Yankees, Blue Jays, and Astros. Okay. You should go to the other side here. So to the National yeah, to League. Yeah, wild card, yeah. So in the National League, the first wild card series is the Phillies taking on the Cardinals. The Phillies had had a pretty good thing going for most of the season. They've been in pretty poor form down the yeah. stretch. I don't think they stand much of a chance against the I Cardinals don't where they played. So I don't either. Yeah, give me St. Louis. There's something about the Cardinals it, it, where if they get to the playoffs, they become extremely tough. Yeah, even in years where they haven't even won 90 games, they've gone on. I, I think once they actually 2006, won the they Series. won the World Series after winning 83 games. Yeah, their their division was horrible, and they just yeah. made it through. You know, Knocked yeah. out a Mets team that won 100 games, if I recall, in the NLCS. <laughs> Which, spoiler alert for my next prediction. <laughs> hmm. uh, yeah, go ahead. Well, so we both we both took the Cardinals. So Cardinals will match up with the Braves in the AL, in the uh, NLDS. That's correct. Leaving the other division series being the Mets against the Padres. The Padres are having to go all the way across the country for this series against the Mets. The Mets had a vastly better season, uh, winning 101 games. They actually lost the division on the final day of the season to the Braves. Um, as we said, there was no game 163 this year. Um, ordinarily, these teams would have um, played yep. a one-game playoff, but uh, yep. they went with the team that won the majority of the games in the regular season, and yeah, that talk was about Atlanta. A choke, I mean, choke job. I think the Mets had a double-digit game lead in July. They did. June or July. They were, they were so hot. And, and to be fair... It's not like the Mets were terrible no, down the stretch. They won 100 the games. The Braves just reco- re- recovered the form that they had that yeah. won them the championship last and then, year. They and then when they awesome and then when they played in September. When they played head to head, the Braves just smacked them around. They did. And they needed every one of those wins to win the division. Yeah. And I don't have any reason, any like logical reason to predict this, but I think the Mets are going to be two games and out. I think the Padres pull off the mm. upset. I don't know. I don't see it. I don't see it. If this was maybe if this was being played in uh, San Diego, again, I don't know why. I'm going with the I'm going with home field advantage. Like like it means something, mm. even though the last few weeks we've talked about talked about how it yeah, doesn't mean anything matter. in baseball. I mean, the Padres won 89 games. The Mets won 101. I mean, <laughs> I, I can't blame you for going with the Mets. The Padres. Just... The Padres are one of the most underwhelming. To everybody was everybody was talking about how the Padres are going to be so great. And you know they made that mid-season trade for Juan Soto, which has not worked out at all. And you know, so glad the Guardians. A lot of, and all, all those reports were just completely yeah. fake on that. A lot of people were saying that you know the 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 Padres were were to be the the team that won a hundred games, not the Mets. Hmm. And yeah, I I'm gonna go completely opposite of you again here. I think the Mets sweep the Padres right out of the playoffs. Yeah. Okay. And uh, which sets up uh, a New York versus L.A., Mets versus Dodgers, NLTS. So. Okay. So we agree that, first of all, that it's going to be Guardians versus Yankees in the ALDS. As much as I want to pick the Guardians here, I can't. The Yankees have recovered their form. They they played well in September. The, the Aaron Judge thing kept them in the news, obviously. Uh they're just a more complete team than the Guardians. It's almost not really a fair fight. I mean, the Guardians will probably win a game or two, but I, I, I can't see them winning that series. I got to go with the Yankees. When we started talking about the Guardians <clears throat> playing in the playoffs this year. 
A month ago, I might have taken the Guardians the way the Yankees had been stumbling. What I said was because of this team's youth and inexperience, there was they were either going to do one of two things. They were either going to wash out right away, no matter who they played in the, in the wild card series, or they were going to be almost like a team of destiny. It was, it was, there was no in between. And because of that, I'm picking the Guardians. Oh, my. Oh, my. Oh, gosh. I severely hope that happens. Oh. Yeah. I'm going Gardos. Oh, my. All right. Well, I am going Gardos, folks. Going Gardos. Okay. Stupid freaking ad on my phone. Anyway. You've got Toronto against Houston in the next round. I have Seattle against Houston. I don't see either one of these teams being able to beat Houston, so no, I'm I taking the Astros. Yeah, that, that this might be the easiest call of them all, to be honest with you. Okay, the Astros. So that sets up that sets up for the, you Guardians versus Astros. The Dan Jordan showdown to go to the World Freaking Series. May it be. Let it be. Huh. Let it be. Let it be. <laughs> go, go Beatles. Let out. it be. All right. So let's go to the NL. So, so we, we both have Cardinals Braves. Uh, Braves. Yeah. Braves look so. like they're just steamrolling just about everybody. The defending champs. Yeah. I, they are. They are the proverbial uh, get hot at the right time team. Yeah. Even though you know, I, I when we talked about the the Cardinals Phillies matchup, the, the Cardinals are always a team that that are just like. Hey, just get me in, and then let's go. So I, I yeah. do think that the Cardinals are, will make it tough. I actually think this is going to be a five game series. Um, because right the 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 divisional series divisional are still series five are games. Still five games. Yeah. Yes. So I think this series goes five, and Atlanta prevails in a game five. Hmm. Um, you know what's interesting? I actually think this next series is going 5-2. Well, we have different teams Interesting. Playing. Yeah, for me, I've got the Padres against the Dodgers. I think the Dodgers win it in three straight. No problem. Yeah. Do you feel like the Mets pull this thing you off? You want to get nuts? Really? You think they will? Let's get nuts. Okay. Again, they won 101 games. I mean, it's it's certainly not outside the realm of possibility. This has been the probably the biggest storyline in all of baseball was – the Mets blowing that division lead to the Braves and ending with the same amount of wins, I think these two teams are destined to play each other in the NLCS. Interesting. So you think that result almost sort of galvanizes the Mets a little bit. I just, upset I, I just think once they, it, they play well. Then. I just think once once they get to the playoffs and they're not having to play the Braves until the NLCS, I think it's almost like, a okay, let's just reset and let's go play. Okay. So, yeah, I'm taking mm-hmm. the upset. All right. I'm taking the upset. So I've been boring here. I have the all of the top seeds in the final four. Hmm. With New York, Houston, Atlanta, and LA. And oh my gosh. Um so Boy, you're just chalk all the way, aren't you? Uh until now. Oh, I think the Yankees beat the Astros. <laughs> you got the skanks in the World Series. I hate to say this, and 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 what's uh, what's even worse? Well, 
let's not get a- there yet. ALC- oh, ALCS. Okay, we'll give you your prediction you. on the ALCS. You have Guardians versus Astros over there. I just asked you if you wanted to get nuts in the last series prediction. This would be even more nuts. They're going to the World Series, folks. Oh, my God. Whoa. Whoa. Oh, what? Trust me. Trust me. I know that I'm probably nuts. Like, yes, I get it. Like, the Houston Astros are way better than the Guardians. I get it. But I've said it ever since we thought we had a chance to actually win the division and go to the playoffs. I said this team, because of their youth and experience, again, I'm going to reiterate this team, because of their youth and experience, if they get a taste of winning in the playoffs, i.e. beating the, the, the Rays and going to uh, the Yankees, and <clears throat> and if they beat the Yankees, I don't think it's almost like, like, yeah, the Astros, yeah, you're probably the best team in baseball, but you're just not going to stop them. I've got the Guardians going to the World Series. We better treat it, Jordan, right after the show, or even right now. Yeah. At, at, at this, well, listen, we've... listen. I'll give him credit. I'll give him credit. Uh, Jordan has been very high on the Guardians, and he's like, he's like, they're the one team in the playoffs that he does not want the he Astros to have to see? play. Yeah. Ooh, okay. And we actually played pretty well against the Astros in the regular season. I'm just mm-hmm. saying, this team. I, if they if they get a taste of winning in this in this year's playoffs, I don't think they're going to be a team that's going to fold under the pressure. I don't think they're going to be a team that that gets you know like a deer in the headlights under the bright lights. Very 2016. Yes, absolutely. Mm. So yeah, I've got the guard up. So both of us have the Astros going out in the ALCS. Going out in the ALCS. Interesting. Yep. On the National League side, I've got Atlanta against LA. And this is where I think the champs go out. You have I mean, Atlanta. I think L.A. goes through. Oh, okay. Yeah, my bad. I don't yeah, know why. Yeah, I, I, I think Atlanta. I mean, Atlanta easily could win that matchup, but I think L.A. gets revenge this time, and the Dodgers go to the World Series. Oh, speaking of revenge. Mm. I think this is where the Mets get revenge on the Braves. Oh, okay. So we both have Atlanta losing this round. Boy. If, All right. If, if this ends up happening the way that I'm calling it, I should just go to Vegas. Yeah, you should because sh- you could get a heck of a lot a of crap ton of money on red or black and just let it ride. <laughs> Guardians <laughs> Mets. I mean, what would the the odds be on Guardians Mets being the World Series? I mean, wow, the third seed on the AL side versus the four seed on the NL side. Well, that'll be a much more interesting series than the one I have, which is more or less chalk. Uh, the Yankees, the two seed on the AL side versus the Dodgers, number one on the NL. Wow, Yankees, Dodgers. Could you get a more? Uh, <laughs> could you get a more? Like, Nationally, people love that. I mean, oh, here people yeah. would hate it, but yeah, like, oh, I, I wouldn't watch a single game. Yeah. Hmm. So we got our World Series matchups. All right, who's yep. going to be the World Series champs? L.A. Dodgers. The Dodgers. Okay. I say the Dodgers win their second title in three right. years. Here we go. This is where the magical ride ends. For the New York Mets, because the Cleveland Guardians are winning the freaking World Series! Stop yelling. Stop. Jesus, stop.
World Series champs, baby! Let's go! Could you imagine if this actually happened? Would the parade be as big or bigger than the Chaos Parade in 2016? No. It'd be pretty damn big. Oh, it'd be huge. First title in 74 years. Oh. Let's get nuts, folks. Hey, why not us? We're everybody picked us to win 70 to 75 games this year. Regular season records don't mean anything now. No. Teams with worse records have won the World Series. We just talked about the Cardinals in 06 winning with a 83 wins. This team has the pitching. This team has the bullpen. This team has the timely hitting. And let's not forget, folks, they have arguably the best manager in baseball who specializes in breaking curses, i.e. 2004 with the Red Sox. The curse of the Bambino. you're about to say something if what you have just laid out actually <clears throat> happens terry francona could very well go down as one of the if not the greatest managers ever yeah when you consider what he did in boston and what he has done in cleveland yeah really the only thing that's been missing from this tenure in cleveland was a championship and they he, they came so close in 2016 i mean Listen, my goodness, the Red Sox thing, the Red Sox thing is one thing. And the Guardians drought is not as not at all. It's, it's almost it's as almost long. as long. It's not now. quite as long. The thing with the Red Sox is. They're a big market. They were even even in 2004, big market club that could throw around money with the best of them. So like they had they always had the talent. To do it. I think this would be by especially well this year obviously because the fact that the Guardians have a bottom 3 payroll in the entire league if he were to do it this year I mean it would that be the greatest managerial job of all time winning the World Series this year I mean baseball's been around for a really long time I, I mean trying to come up with another example on the fly is difficult but I got it would, at least within the last 30, 40 years. Yeah. I'm struggling to come up with another example of a team that actually, like, there have been teams that have made the playoffs. I can't think of any teams that were bottom five in payroll that won the World Series. Like, yeah. that's, yeah. I mean, whoa. Yeah. Like, White Sox 2005 was probably the biggest example of a team <sighs> that was not heralded at the start of the season that just caught fire from the very start and just like played out their you know what's yep. and and made it happen. Yeah. Um completely just, you know, faded into obscurity the next year. It 97 Marlins were kind of like that too, although the Marlins spent pretty heavily to be able to do that. Right. Um I don't know what the White Sox necessarily did, but um yeah, I mean this this would go even 
further than that. Yeah. Uh, without a doubt. I mean, a team that was not supposed to contend at all before the season, a team that was bottom five in payroll, bottom three yeah. in payroll across the league, and you're coming out and, and winning it all? Are you kidding me? In yeah. baseball? Yeah. Like, in a sport where you don't even have a salary cap? Yeah. Like, that's that's unheard of. Yep. And you said it. I mean, you know, there have been instances where teams with really low payrolls have been good and have made the playoffs. Yes. They, they don't win the World Series. All right. Look at all the Billy Bean teams that have right. come I was, in Oakland. I was, going to, I was going to bring um, that up. Minnesota Twins have had a bunch of teams in the postseason. You yep. know, they don't the spend Rays. Big. The Rays, the Rays actually, The Rays were the one team that went to a World Series with a really low payroll. In 2008 against yeah. the Phillies. And, you know, they they just couldn't win that battle. I mean, that was almost an unfair fight. Yeah. So, like. So, hey, why be boring? You know, the guy across the table from me is being really boring. He's got very, the Yankees and the Dodgers in the World very Series. Very boring. Yeah. I went with a New York team, but I went with the lovable loser you know, choke artist uh, New York team to go to the World Series. Yeah, who I swept out in two games. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, you know, just because I said this and I picked the Guardians and the Mets, both teams are probably going to lose in the wild card round. But, you know, if they don't, this is what I'm saying. If I, the Guardians get past the wild card round, all bets are off. I hope this prediction goes a lot better for you than my prediction was in 2018 when I predicted the Guardians to go all the way and they lost out in they the got swept, first yeah. round. That came up on my Facebook feed just a couple days ago. That that is kind of laugh out of that. That has a giant asterisk about it because (laughs) they got swept by the cheating. (laughs) Cheating bastards. So not exactly a fair battle there. (laughs) Yeah. So, well, anyway, so that is our 2022 MLB uh, postseason preview. Uh, go ahead, come on social media, tell me how much of a moron I am for uh, being a homer and picking the Gardos. Um, but, hey, why not have a little fun? Why not us, you know? Who cares? Whatever. Who cares? As well as the Guardians have played in September, it's not impossible. Nope. It's really not. Any team that goes 18-3 and three over, you know, and then – this la- I don't know what their record was over the last 10 games, which, you know, really didn't matter a whole heck of a lot. Like, yeah. but – they were still winning the majority of them. Yeah. So. Well, I was <clears throat> almost strategically uh, positive about the Cleveland Guardians because as we switch to football, I've got a really bad feeling about Sunday. So do I. I think we're going to get smashed. So do I. <laughs> oh, God. So I guess this means BG is going to win Saturday. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. So, but. So yeah. the reference there is that Bowling Green, our alma mater, they have won on the weeks the Browns have lost and vice versa so far this season. And who? so in other words, if, if you're a Browns fan, you should root for the Buffalo Bulls to win on Saturday. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. So the Browns welcome the Los Angeles Chargers into First Energy Stadium on Sunday. Last time we played the Chargers at home, we won on a missed field goal to avoid an 0-16 season. I believe that was the last time we played them in Cleveland. That was the last we, time we played them in Cleveland. Yeah, I know yes. we played them in L.A. last year. 
mm-hmm. which was a which, which was a forty seven forty two shootout thriller at yeah. SoFi Stadium. The game was as plastic as the stadium and the people in L.A. <laughs> quite frankly, um, <laughs> I mean, I mean, really, that's just the vibe I got the whole time. You were there, but, uh, you know. Uh, yeah, I. Miles Garrett practiced today, which was very good news um, on the possibility of getting him back. That pretty much means he's going to play. Yeah, you would think so. If he's already practicing this early in the week. Yeah. I mean, he didn't do everything in practice today, but just for the fact that he suited up, he went out there, he did individual drills, um, you would think probably tomorrow and Friday they'd ramp him up a little bit more. Right. (laughs) So that is huge. That's huge because I I don't think Jadevian Clowney practiced today. So – I, I don't know if he's going to play on Sunday. Um, so we at least need Miles out there because, for the love of God, our defensive line on Sunday without those two. Horrendous. I mean, they, just, they just have no Absolute chance. Absolute joke. They just have no chance. Yeah. And it's not it's not even necessarily their fault. No, like, it isn't, but my gosh. And also Taven Bryan returned to practice as well, so that's huge because uh, he's been he's been big on the interior. So, um, But, yeah, I <sighs> – Oh God! But it's not—it's not even the D line. It's you know the strength of this entire defense was supposed to be the secondary. We have so much money locked up in the secondary, and they just suck. And what's worse, Denzel is they- Ward had a good game on uh, lat, uh, this past Sunday. He had the interception. Uh, he had a pretty good uh, PFF grade. So you know maybe he's starting to to uh, shake out of that funk that he was in to start the season, but. You know, they had another blown blown coverage at the end of the game uh, last that week. That was the point I was about to make. Not only do they <coughs> suck, they suck at the worst possible times. The worst possible. The when Brown, you're when the, you're trying to hold a lead in the fourth quarter, the Browns. Uh, I think it was their defensive efficiency rating uh, is top ten in quarters one through three. It's like dead last in court in the fourth quarter, as it as it should be. So just freaking gave here's away the, thing. the Jets game, and, and here's and, the thing. Here's the thing. The Falcons here's the thing. Too. It it was like that against Baker Mayfield, Joe Flacco, uh, Mitch Trubisky, and uh, who the hell do we? Marcus, uh, Marcus Mariota. Mariota. None of whom are very good. I, that's that's being nice. Yeah. Justin Herbert is coming into town. Now he's still banged up a little bit, but look to. Good enough against the Texans. This he past plays a different Sunday. sport compared to the other four quarterbacks we've played. Right. I don't know. I really don't know. I don't know how we win this game. I'm going to be completely honest with you. I don't know. Now, the one thing that I will say <coughs> is the Chargers have almost as bad of a defense as ours been. Ours has been. And their bugaboo has been stopping the run. They can't do it. They got torched by Jacksonville two weeks ago. They didn't look particularly great against Houston yeah. last week. They can't. They can't. They can't stop the run. So the only way I see the Browns winning this game is if we rush for like 250 yards as a team and uh, get the time of possession. Get like the time of possession like two to one, 39, yeah. 40 yeah. minutes. Yeah, that's the only way. The only way we win this game is if we keep Justin Herbert and that offense off the field it's the only way and if this game is in like the 20s it probably would only be in the 20s if we had that much right. time of possession yeah. yes 
So that to me, that that is our only path to victory. I mean, if if, if the Chargers come out and you know they go right down the field on their first drive, uh, it turn out the lights, the party's over. I just think we're going to be in for a long, long day, even if Miles Garrett plays. Yeah, I I do not have any optimism for this game. I I really don't. What's I think the line? I, and and to be fair. I thought the Chargers were very. I've been much higher on the Chargers than most people are. I projected them to go to win the AFC West and possibly go to the Super Bowl. I frankly, I haven't seen anything that is pushing me off of that. Quite yeah. frankly, I mean, the the one game they lost so far, they didn't have Herbert, so that's easily explainable. So, like the Chargers right now are two and a half point favorites. I am going to. I don't think that's hammering enough. that line. I can't believe the line is that close, quite frankly. It must be Vegas feels burned by the Jacksonville game. Not to get off track here, when was the last time you saw a 3-1 and football team be more than a touchdown underdog? I'm trying to think of what 3-1 and team that is because Dallas is 3-1, and the Giants are 3-1. and It's the Giants and, going to the Packers. Uh, wow, okay. Um the Packers didn't do anything this past week to lead me to believe that they're, you know, actually good. Right. So, gosh, I'd probably be taking the Giants on the points. The Giants actually have a good record playing at Lambeau. Beat them in the NFC Championship game one time. Now, granted, that's Speaking no of the Cowboys being 3-1, and one, they're six-point underdogs at the Rams. That's, so, a, that's another line that kind of surprises me because the Rams don't look that even, good either. Even though, even though the NFC East has three teams with at least three wins. That's disrespect. They're not getting any respect still. That is real disrespect because yeah. the Packers, even though they beat the Patriots last week, they, they just barely squeaked by them. The Patriots are playing their third-string quarterback, and the Rams look terrible on Monday night against the 49ers. Yeah. Made me look like a fool taking them in the points. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, uh let's um obviously we'll do it uh we will post it, but let's do before we well g- let's do a give me a score prediction for the Browns. Let's do a score prediction for the Browns game and then uh I want to make our picks for the game, the Thursday night game before we Okay. Yeah, in case we forget. Oddly enough, we we've not forgotten about Thursday night on any of these weeks <laughs> so far. We did not make a pick in time for the, the 9.30 a.m. Yeah. Sunday game. Yeah. Uh, kind of caught us napping early on Sunday morning. But, uh, you know, hopefully that won't happen again. But uh, be that as it may, uh, prediction for the Browns game, pain. Yeah. Chargers, 42, oh Browns, 17. Oh, my God. Yep. Going to be ugly, folks. Is Kevin Stefanski on the hot seat if that happens? Maybe a little bit, but frankly, I if that I ha- sort if of that a, I sort of agree with the pundits who say that they can't get rid of him before you see the Browns with Deshaun Watson. No, I, I, I really agree with that. have a listen, big problem. Listen, with that. I, the talk about hot seat and actually pulling the plug and and canning somebody is two different things, right? I think if what happened if what you say happens and the Browns lose by twenty five at home. Yeah, his ass is on the hot seat mm. because this thing could spiral out of control fast. What I will say is if the Browns give up 42 points at home after the way that their defense has started out the season, 
I don't know how you don't fire Joe, <laughs> Joe Woods. Woods. I don't know how you don't. <laughs> yeah. I mean, what's the definition of insanity? <laughs> it's doing the same thing over and over again and expecting a different result. Um, I don't think it's ne- going to be nearly that much of a plot as you think. Um, but I am going I, – I will say that I do expect the Chargers to cover. I'm going to go 31-21 Chargers. Okay. So, so we agree that the Chargers are going to win. Boy, talk about talk about us from going for almost like delirium and ecstasy, talking about the Guardians possibly winning the World Series, to Dude. then talking about the Browns just getting their asses kicked. Yes. Well, I mean, they're playing a better team than they've played in the first four weeks. <laughs> True. And they've only beaten two of those hey, four teams. Maybe the maybe the Browns this year are going to be a team that that uh, you know going to be one of those teams that just plays at a level of their competition, and maybe they just start playing a lot better than they than they have the first quarter of the season. And maybe maybe they come out and maybe they beat the, 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 the Chargers. Or, you know, because their defense is the worst in, like, NFL history in the fourth quarter, maybe they lose a close one late. So I don't know. But By yeah. the way, you'll get a kick out of this. You know what the biggest line on the board this week is? Uh, I saw it. The Steelers are 14-point dogs. Yeah, I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think that's enough. I don't I, think, I think it's I, enough either. I think I'm actually going to take Buffalo in that game. I think I will too. I think Kenny Pickett might throw four interceptions. <laughs> well, he came in this past week and threw well, three. Well, now we know why his last name is Pickett. hey oh Guy sucks. Oh, man. Um, okay, so let's talk Thursday night before we get out of here. Anyway, yeah, Thursday night, this is a game that I would absolutely not <laughs> touch with a 39-and-a-half-foot pole if I was actually <laughs> – betting what's interesting is what yeah the colts 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 going to denver playing against denver which is another team i haven't been able to figure out barely i think both uh, um, (coughs) denver's favored by three and a half denver is two and two uh the colts are are one one, two two and one one. now denver being two and two even if they lost you would think okay two and three we're still early in the season there's time to turn it around i Call me crazy, and this is only week five. I think this might be an eliminate a playoff elimination game. I think the loser of this game is not going to make the playoffs. I think the road would be more difficult for Denver than it would be for Indy. Sure. I yeah. think Indy, because their division, their division is so is bad, yeah. would be able to, to come back. Could the Titans put it together? Could Jacksonville conceivably put it together? Yeah. The Titans but seem like they're starting to put it together. It's hard a for bit. me to believe that either one of those teams would get more than ten wins tops. Yeah, and that's being generous. Yeah. So yeah, I could see Indy pulling it back together, but yeah, Denver in a division where they have to deal with the Chargers and the Chiefs, uh, <laughs> going starting two and three is not ideal at all. Yeah. Uh, what's your pick? Denver right now minus three and a half. I don't like either one of these teams, so I'm yeah. gonna take the team that is getting the points, and that's Indy. Interesting. So, yeah, on the road. Yeah, give me Indy because like I, I could see this as a field goal game. Quite frankly, yeah, it's low scoring probably. So, yeah. oh, by the way, yeah, this, give, this, yeah, give me Indy. This is the Peyton Bowl. I just realized that mm-hmm. Colts Broncos. Um, I think we're gonna hear a lot of incomplete chants uh, on Thursday night. Um, I'm gonna go with the Broncos. And okay. I think, and I think they're going to cover. Um, Jonathan Taylor, I I don't think is playing for the is Colts. not playing. Yeah, uh, I just yeah. Which logically means I should pick Denver, but again, you can't. Hey, you can't yeah. pick any 
no solid like evidence or reasoning seems to impact what Indianapolis does from week right. to week. So like, <laughs> yeah. All right, so you're going to boy. That's the theme of the well. We did pick uh, same on the Browns Chargers. And but. speaking of which, the fact that Jonathan Taylor is hurt is the reason why your brother Mike is trying to get Alvin Kamara from me in fantasy. Oh, so you didn't tell me who was who was trading with you? Yeah, or trying to trade with it's you? It's Mike. Yeah. And I, I'm like still like he originally wanted to trade me Brandon Cooks. So I was like, get out of here with for that. Alvin Kamara. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean. It maybe if he offered you Keenan Allen and Brandon Cooks. Yeah. But yeah. So um okay. So let's hope uh let's hope we're wrong on the Browns. And let's hope I'm right on the Gardos. <laughs> yeah, I, I guess so. Uh all right. So yeah, that that is gonna do it for us on tonight's episode of Living Off the Land. Appreciate you guys listening. No beer of the week this week as we are recording insanely late. And no B can either. We will yeah. return to our normal format next week. Yes. And, uh, yeah. Uh, also, shout out. Uh, the reason why we were recording late tonight is I was at a Baldwin-Wallace-Mount Union women's soccer game tonight. Hmm. Uh, my cousin Lauren is the captain of the uh, Mount Union Purple Raiders, and they won 6 nothing tonight. At BW six so, nil. Yeah, shout out. Whoa! To, shout out to Lauren and uh, and the purple. The Raiders. purple Raiders. Oh boy, we might have to do alliance on BCAN after that. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> so, so shout out to them, and uh, yeah, that's gonna do it for us. So, uh, you can follow. Thanks for listening. First of all, appreciate you guys as always. It's been amazing this run that we've been on on this podcast, going on f- over uh, four and a half years now doing this so appreciate you guys every single week um thank you so much for listening uh social media you can follow us you can follow steve at stiffs mcgee spell it s-t-i-p-h-s-m-a-g-e-e and you can follow me at daniel j ford uh much easier to spell and uh, you can follow the podcast at the l-o-t-l podcast so appreciate you guys listening episode 230 is in the books And we will catch you guys on Sunday for another edition of the LOTL Browns postgame show. And uh, have a uh, good rest of your week, everybody. See ya. Bye.